Hey, everyone. First of all, sorry our episode's a day late, but you know what? Deal with it. You're an adult. It's it's a day late, but it's not going to be a dollar short. Hey. <laughs> um, happy to be back here. <laughs> it is uh, week three of isolation. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Quick update on that. How, how am I doing? That's a good question, Sarah. Wait, I thought we were going to say the name of the podcast. Oh, welcome to Craig's Central <laughs> Crisis. And if you don't know by now, what, how'd you do this? How did you get into this podcast without knowing the name of it? That's pretty tricky. That's a pretty weird thing. I'm Tallinn Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And, and we're obviously losing we're it. So, we're so happy to see you. Oh my god, other people. We're so happy to talk to someone else other than, you know, myself and me. In the mirror. Um, well, how's it been going? Let's see. I gave myself a bad haircut, but it, nice. it got corrected today, so it's all better. I shaved Wait, my... you gave yourself another bad haircut? I thought you learned your lesson from the first time. Well, here, yes, okay. So I did trim my hair completely all the way around, so I had a real short cut everywhere. And it was getting long enough to the point where I just, like, was getting wings on the side, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I don't like that at all. I have to trim the sides. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I've never had that short of hair, but I like the idea of having wings. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot you weren't actually bald when you went as Sexy Shrek to Halloween. I um, wish. Uh, <laughs> you could be. You could pull it off. And I know we had this discussion. But, um, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I feel for the people who have no idea how to cut their own hair, because I've been at least attempting it for a year. Um, <laughs> and just kind of, what I realize is I can't really give myself the fade I want with the tools I have, so... Got a little messy so there. you gotta, you know, you gotta love the ones you're with, not the fade that you can't have with the tools this you've got. This is a stretch. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're okay. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the Trader Joe's line in front of our place has gotten bonkers. Although yesterday there was no line at all because Trader oh. Joe's was closed because oh. it got broken into apparently. Raiders! We've yeah. officially gotten to the raiding part of the apocalypse. That's exciting. It's exciting, if not horrifying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was open today, so it mm, seems like they're okay, but, like, wild. Wild. All's well that, all's well that ends well, I yeah. guess. Um, I don't know. What else? Updates from your side of the screen? <laughs> yeah, it's been, I feel like, week three uh, really, you know, kind of hit a wall. I was, like, chilling. I was doing great. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't doing great, and I was sad all of the time. And uh, But one thing that really helped out and brightened my day is yesterday, I uh, opened the door to get a little bit of fresh air after I had done a little workout. Um, I'm going to plug Dance Church here. It's a really cool uh, streamed live dance workout. It's super fun. It's just like a chance to dance during the week, which I miss dancing a lot. I love to dance. So... Uh, I just finished a dance church and I went out to get a little bit of fresh air and there was a, <laughs> there was a huge paper bag on my doorstep and I said, uh-oh, that looks like a Grubhub bag. And so I texted my roommate and said, hey, did you accidentally order food to our house? Because she was at her boyfriend's place. Um, and she was like, I absolutely did not. And I was like, oh. And there was no receipt in the bag. Uh, there was no delivery driver anywhere. And I went and knocked on my neighbor's door and they didn't answer. Um, and I don't have any other neighbors because all the units are empty. And so I just sat with it very guiltily for like an hour. And then after an hour, I was like, has that been an appropriate amount of time to wait? Yeah. <laughs> and I ate it. Yeah. What was it? Was it good? 
Yeah, it was uh, Thai food. There was like, it was like Thai Indian. There was like some curries and there was some uh, rangoons, some cream cheese rangoons. Oh my God. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like sad ate a bunch of appetizers and I was like, thank you, whoever accidentally ordered this to my address. This made me feel a little bit better. That sounds great. It sounds like the opposite of an experience that uh, <laughs> Elaine and I had this weekend where she had ordered some clothes and checked the FedEx tracking number to see that it had apparently been delivered three days ago and signed Uh-oh. for by someone with a totally different name than mine or Elena's. And Fun. it also said that it had been delivered to the main entrance, which is a thing our apartment does not have. Not have. Uh, Fun. Yeah. So uh, then we tried to call FedEx about it and you're on hold for two hours. Oh, yeah. They're not answering phones. Yeah. They're like, no. Someone did answer care. at like the hour mark and then had to transfer us to someone else and then. We waited another hour, and it was like you know nearly six p.m. And then we gave up. So that was fun. Was it rude? Of, was it rude of me to say that that story was almost as exciting as waiting on hold with UPS for two hours? <laughs> yeah, that is rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I just was hey, really hoping you know what? for there's a, nothing. A nice there's literally room. nothing going on right now. I don't have any <laughs> stories. My Instagram has been a blank page. And I was like, I have no pictures to post because nothing is happening. I do feel like I have gotten to the point of boredom where, like, I am saving chores for myself as though they're a tasty little treat. Oh like, I've been like, ooh, I should do laundry. And then I'm like, no, Sarah, keep it for later. Like, when you really <laughs> want something to do and, like, treat yourself to doing a little bit of laundry or washing some dishes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've gotten really busy at work also. I've suddenly become... Uh, a very, very essential employee because my whole work thing has basically moved online and it's become a lot That is your thing, right? It's my thing. Your expertise. My expertise is in the social media and the video editing, and that is exclusively what we're doing right now. So uh, after this, I got two more videos to put out there, one involving me, again, uh, as I mentioned pre-show, whipping and nay-naying. So that will be fun. <laughs> is it a time capsule back to 2015? Uh, there's or? been a dance a day challenge thing that we were doing this week, five day challenge. So I, uh, I, well, I saw that tomorrow slot was supposed to feature the whip into Nene, and uh, no one had signed up for it yet. And <laughs> as, as our company's sole, uh, you know, person of color employee. <laughs> Um, nearly so, anyway, but about the people who are involved in this. I just felt like it should be me. <laughs> I just wanted You're... to spare the world. Oh. Um, you know, which is like, it's not really a dance I, I knew off the top of my head, but easy enough to do. So. You had to, that was a real self-sacrifice, Talon. You really, really threw yourself on the sword with that one. So. I did. And, uh, you'll get to see the fruits of my labor tomorrow, if you know where to look. Mm, I love fruits. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah so definitely losing track of time a little bit there's been things like i'm pretty sure i checked the mail today but i keep thinking it might have been yesterday and <laughs> i'm probably going to end up checking the mail again even though i swear it was today but i really you might as well i mean you don't have much else to do other than walk out to the mailbox right nothing nothing else um what else what else is going on well, I've taken up coloring. That's great. 
You, you're doing some good. It's good. You have the patience for like fill in the blank color within the lines, like coloring books, and I feel like I don't. I absolutely do. I think it's like, uh, I think, I, and not here to diagnose myself or anything, but I do think I have a little bit of a, some sort of attention problem. <laughs> so if, if you can give me something that has like really clear cut, like, I don't know, like really clear cut boundaries and, and is a little bit mindless, it, it like skyrockets my ability to focus. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been like blowing through podcasts because I usually can only listen to like one at a time while I'm like cooking or something. Cause I have to be doing something else with my body, but nothing like too demanding. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I'm really bad at like focusing on auditory stuff. Yeah. That's why I came into the podcasting business. And, um, I found that like coloring helps me just like blast through podcasts and I'll, I'll plug a couple of the ones I've been listening to at the end of the episode and we'll kind of, uh, maybe pitch some, this was your idea and I'm stealing it. Like it was my idea, but you are <laughs> go is, on. This is capital T, a Tallinn, capital I idea. This is a Tallinn idea, TM, TI, you know, uh, we'll pitch a couple of things at the end of the podcast that we've been listening to, to entertain ourselves. Uh, so if you want to stick around for the end of the podcast, we'll talk a little bit about what we've been uh, entertaining ourselves with and plug some other media. Absolutely, we will. Um, yeah, I got a coloring book here that is a lot of... <laughs> it's I think it's a Harry Potter one, but it's a lot of scenery. It's a ba I think I have the same one as you. It might as I'm well be just Forrest. Um, <laughs> and it's like... I don't know. I... I think I'd be better at it if I just didn't try and make it so realistic looking because you got to use all the crayons in the box, you know, or all the color pencils. <laughs> but when you have a forest set up, my instinct is to be like, I guess I need brown and blue and green and that's it. And oops, I'm halfway through this page and those things are dead now. <laughs> um, and it doesn't look good at all because I was just trying to do this to relax. But now it's like a thing. Now it's a, a very full focus activity. You've got to use all 96 colors in the box. That's the that's the real goal of any coloring book, is to touch at least each of the 96 colors at one point or another. God, it's got to be a hard job to figure out how, when you're designing a coloring book, um, how to get white in there, you know? Hey, white ain't always right. You don't need white, you know? You don't Oof. need it. Oof. Boycott Crayola. Boycott. <laughs> Doesn't the color white have enough? I also, I will say there's something like really delicious about black crayons. I love writing in black crayon and I think it was implanted in my brain by watching a bunch of Blue's Clues as a child because is it not just me or did that look like the smoothest writing utensil of all time? I, um, because I made a Blue's Clues sketch back in the day, uh, I have the, like, Nickelodeon license, or had the Nickelodeon license, Joe's, well, Steve's notebook. I said Joe. I, I, I should die. Um, you, I'm so you sorry. You should die. I am so you sorry. You should die. But, You're right. Uh, I had the handy-dandy notebook, and it came with a giant, it's actually a dark green crayon. Um, oh. And, yeah, it was pretty great. It was, uh, it was a thrill. It, yeah. That <laughs> is this like, story not boring enough? Or is it? <laughs> no, this is scintillating, especially because the new Blues Clues host is an absolute thirst trap. A he snack. Is, he is he is juicy. He is loosey. He is goosey. He's looking good. You know there are housewives out there who are just 
kid, son, don't you want to watch Blue's Clues this morning? I mean, you always, don't you love, that's your favorite show, right? And they're like, Mom, I'm I'm nine now. I'm a little too old for Blue's Clues. And Mom's like, you know what? We're just going to put it on and see how you feel. We're just going to, we're going to watch Blue's Clues, okay? As a mother <laughs> and son, we're going to watch this. And if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. You can leave. I really liked it took you a long time to decide how old, old was too old for Blue's Clues. I really heard that pause in your voice. Here's the thing. Uh, I was <laughs> probably older than the uh, recommended age. Cause that's because I had a little sister. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure? not. <laughs> I'm not here to judge you if you watched Blue's Clues way too long because you had a big old crush on Steve. A definitely a. more of a Mrs. Pepper fan. Let's start the show. Okay. <laughs> you caught my eye in the grocery line. And I fancy myself a man worth your time. And I couldn't help thinking I wish you Welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis, a deep dive through the misconnection section of America's favorite list and a deeper dive into ourselves. Uh, quarantine edition, week three. Bum, bum. If you don't know, misconnections are a section of Craigslist that are like a place for personal ads about chance encounters that writers didn't get a chance to act on, so they post them here in hopes of connecting. We already said our names, and that's, that's, you get one. You only get it once. <laughs> yep, you get it once, and you don't get it ever again. Uh, because if you say our names three times, <laughs> we, we actually switch, we switch bodies. <laughs> yeah, it, which, we say our names enough that we kind of switch bodies every couple weeks. And, but, uh, yeah. Talon's body is like a second home to me. <laughs> and I don't have the courage to make myself at home in yours. Coward. As we <laughs> um, the other thing that happens is uh, when we find these misconnections, we present them to each other and we cold read each other's selections for the first time in front of you, the listening audience. So, Burr, it's a little chilly out. Oh. Time for some cold reads. <laughs> Sorry, was that a lame joke? I'm sorry. It, it's been so long since I've talked to people. I don't know how to be funny anymore because I don't have an audience re to react to me. Not that I really did before, but, you know. I tried not to make a, a joke in a Zoom not... call and then it just it crickets. And I was like, there in, everyone Ooh. freeze? There everyone freeze? And everyone was like, <laughs> no, we're here. Oh, boy. I was wondering, uh, did you mean you never have had an audience or you have never been funny? I'm, I'm just saying I don't normally have an audience to prove got it, my got it. comedic metal in front of. Is that phrase okay? Yeah, no, that works. Great. As the resident copywriter, I will say that that phrase works. Great. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, do you want to read some misconnections? Yeah, how about I send one to you first? Send it to me. Okay, well, don't be careful what you frickin' wish for. Okay. 
I'm like a I'm like a monkey's paw or a genie. One or the other. One or the other. I'll take my pick later. <laughs> All right, here we go. Met on WOW. We met playing World of Warcraft. I miss you. Wanting to touch you again and see if we still have that spark. Not even sure if you'll see this, but I remember you had the best ass I had seen on a woman. (laughs) (laughs) That took you right out, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it did. Uh, I love love that they weren't trying to make anyone's head too big. They were like, you have the best ass I've seen on a woman. Now, don't. I'm not going to say. Don't get a twist. You have the best ass I've ever seen. I've seen some pretty good asses on not women, but... Yours is, for a woman, good. You know, I never thought women could have good asses, and then I saw (laughs) yours, and I thought, well, maybe. (laughs) You made a believer out of me, ma'am. Men on World of Warcraft, too. I I didn't really know that that could happen. I guess any online game it can, but uh, I didn't know. You never never had a toward Neopets romance or anything? Um... You know, I did, okay, I did used to play a game called VMK, or Virtual Magic Kingdom. It was a Disney game. Um, It was a digital multiplayer Disneyland theme park. Yes, I see a hand from Sarah. Um, Did you have to pay for it? No, it was free. Okay, because I remember that, but I thought you had to pay for it, so I was never on it. Please continue. No, it was totally free. I think there was, like, you know, costumes and stuff you could apply to your character that if you wanted, you could... Sure. Potentially, I think... Steal your parents' credit card and... Actually, I don't even know if that's true. I don't, I don't remember how the, the currency worked in that game. Could you imagine... items. Could you imagine being a parent in the 2000s and, be, like, the internet is, like, a new thing yeah. and you, like, see a charge on your credit card and you're like, what the fuck is this? And your child's like, I bought... I bought clothing, but it doesn't exist in real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, Digital uh, <laughs> artifacts and whatnot had those. It's very similar to like reparation. Or not reparations. <laughs> what were those things? <laughs> what were you? Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Indulgences. Indulgences? Yeah. Like the ye olde Catholic Church. Oh not everyone gosh. went to Catholic school, obviously. I guess not. Like, the old Catholic church, they used to be like, if you pay us enough money, we'll get God to forgive you so that you can go to heaven. Uh-huh. That was, like, a thing that was, like, built into the religion. True. I'm gonna so remember like, pay this. money for a make-believe thing. I'm gonna remember this as the episode <laughs> where Sarah compared reparations to a digital <laughs> no. hat that you can put on a Fortnite character. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Let this not be my legacy. <laughs> but, anyway, I did play this game, and I did make friends on it and that mm-hmm. was a conversation that continued I'm outside of the game and I'm not I'm trying to remember how it happened. I remember there was these chat servers that uh there was one for this game and I think I just I think the I don't remember cuz I don't think you had the freedom to say anything you wanted in this game. I mean, it had Disney censorship all over it. But anyway, yeah. at some point there was a connection that was made outside of the game. And uh, that led to another Disney game, which was Toontown Online, which was even better. That one you did have to pay for, didn't you? That was a a paid online game. Yes, I remember having to get my parents to sign me up for it. 
and my sister. Uh, and that was really fun. And um, and where are those friendships now, you ask? Good question. Um, I think- are you sure they weren't Disney agents just trying to convince you to go on Toontown? Just so convincing me that I had friends that I needed to keep in touch yes. with. Yeah, that would be a <laughs> yes. good marketing ploy. Um, no, they're real people. I do know, like, two of them were a couple, and I know they had a kid. And they actually, like, live in Oregon, and I think they came to my old work one time and I think uh, we didn't like run into each other but I had seen that they had been there and I, I was just like that's wild to think that that happened um sorry they were adults well close to my age and at the time when that whole thing started they were not. Oh, okay <laughs> okay I thought they were a married couple with children no 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 that no, had no, befriended no, no. an eight-year-old boy mm, on nope. a Disney server nope <laughs> not it okay not it okay. pass pass good. um good 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 i want to say i was like probably 13 or 14 when that game started being a thing and years okay. later um we were still semi-connected via the bonds of facebook and uh wow so but that was a long con like if i wanted to see their asses it i feel like i would have had to put another five <laughs> years of hard emotional labor into that so. but if it was the best ass you'd ever seen on a woman maybe it would have been worth it i mean yeah but like do you is that a promise you're given early on no. you know you see you know no no ass is is promised <laughs> no ass but <laughs> this ass ass and you shall deliver you know yes um i um i did not have toontown but i did uh there was this this moment um, where in middle school my my class like my eighth grade class like made an online message board and I don't remember how we did it exactly it was like a hosting site and like you could make your own message board on it and then you would kind of code I, I could do like basic HTML stuff mm-hmm. and you could like embed this chat room on your message board so you'd have like normal message boards and then you'd have like a chat room at the bottom so you could almost im while you were in the message board because hmm. one type of communication obviously is not enough for 13 year olds <laughs> um but i remember in the chat room there was a way to leave your private chat room and go into like the big bad world of of chat rooms from this chat room Uh-oh. that was supposed to be like secure and private, you could like go uh-huh. and just meet anyone on the internet. Oh boy. And we used to do that and like see if we could tempt people into private messaging us. Oh no. <laughs> and like it was like from a PSA, like 13 year old girls. Mm, God. Being like, oh my God, like I'm just wearing like a shirt. <laughs> like what? What do you want to know what I'm wearing? What? And like, it like it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeah. So But you know what? Who got out of it alive? Me. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. No, I definitely remember us I think this chat room that I speak of also had like it was a channel in a server of many, you know. But um yeah. Hey, early internet is weird. Early internet was weird and in some ways like I feel like it's gotten a little, like, 
I feel like you were told so often on the early internet, like, don't give your private information away. Like, don't tell anyone your real name. Don't tell anyone your real, real address. And I feel like so much of that has fallen away now because you can find it anyways. Mm-hmm. That, like, in some ways it feels like both simultaneously the internet is safer and more dangerous than it ever was when we were children. But it just, like, felt scarier as a child. I don't know. It's still pretty unsafe if you are not smart. And I think that's the difference, I feel like. Uh, there's a, there's, uh, you know, there should be a bigger push for media literacy and internet literacy. Um, cause yeah, you know. Elect Talon Bigelow for school council. Hi, I'm Talon Bigelow and I'm running for your school counselor. You know, I may not go to your school, but I know how it should work. I've been in several schools in my lifetime. And with the knowledge I have now, I am confident. What? What's that? I'm ineligible for this position. I actually... I can't be here unless I have a child here. That's fair. <laughs> that's that's how it would pretty much go. So I'm glad that you decided to withdraw gracefully. You know, I decided to focus on my family, and uh, I did not see a path to the nomination. So I decided to drop out of the race, and I will be giving all my support to uh, your junior candidate, uh, little... little uh, Little Joey Gibson. I think he could uh, really make a difference. And I, I really support his platform of more than one pudding cup per lunch. I think that's fair. Oh, that's really big of you. I'm glad that you could realize you were losing a race and then endorse somebody who could actually win and shares your platform. <coughs> Anyways, we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I think that I like the idea of people meeting on a world of Warcraft and then turning to... Uh, misconnections to like refine that person. I really like that idea that like they they know that like their secret meeting spot is just the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like like it's not a it's not a, a private place in the real world. It's they will always find each other again on the internet. You know, it is a a small world and the internet helps make it smaller. And uh I don't really know what I'm also, saying here. People playing uh, World of Warcraft are ass people, apparently. Who knew? You would think. Who knew? Very. I mean, just seeing character designs, you would think they'd all be boob people. But that's that's honestly exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah. It's like it's very breast centric, and I feel like the asses are not the asses are not the main player in World of Warcraft. Maybe it's just caused so much of uh, uh, you know. You know, unrealistic expectations boob-wise, but they didn't focus so much on the ass. And so mm. when you see one in the wild, it's like, what? You know? You're like, wow, all of these flat-assed nymphs are really lowering my expectations for asses in the real world. Yeah. Um, I guess everyone Wait. check out the asses on World of Warcraft. I'm going to compare <laughs> Are, is that like is that how we reboost the self esteem of all the people that are fucked up from social media? Is we instead of editing people to look more attractive online, do we have to edit everyone to look slightly uglier online? Could you imagine if that was the way things had gone? Whoa. How great would life be? Yeah. So instead of like those beauty filters on Instagram and TikTok and shit, there'd be filters that just make you a little more tired looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a little more tired looking, or like it messes up your like, hair. <laughs> yeah. How it conveys the idea that you have bad breath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is absolutely the tactic we should be doing. We would all get off our computers, stop talking to strangers on the internet, and start 
uh, talking to the real beautiful people in the world because they are the the goddesses now. They are the boobs now. <laughs> like I feel like that's what I feel like that's kind of almost the hope for like internet dating is like you meet somebody in real life and you're like, wow, you look better than your picture. Has it ever happened? Do you think? No. <laughs> well, yes, probably, probably. There's some people, really wonderful people out there who take awful photos. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know some people that are just so gorgeous in real life and just either don't care, which is great, uh, don't care to take good photos, or just are just have the bad luck to always have one eye partially closed in every photo. I think that's me you're referring to. And I, I, no, I, <laughs> I did a whole I did a whole post on Instagram about how one of my eyes is more closed than the other. It, there was a whole discourse. And what I learned is that everybody has one of those eyes. I think so. I think that's absolutely true. You know what I also realize is true, but I've never really come face to face with face to face um, with face to face until I uh, got these new, um, you know, blue blocker glasses. Oh, I have a guess, but I want to know. It's definitely that one of my ears is higher than the other. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know that's I was a common literally thing. literally going to say that. But it's just really, uh, you know, it's weird. It, it makes me mad at God. It, it's just like, that's a part of life. You're always going to have one ear lower than the other. But I don't even feel like that's like, that's not something anyone's ever going to notice. I don't you notice know? it until I put glasses on and I'm like, why are all these glasses broken? And then I realize, oh, no. <laughs> It's me. Yeah. I'm it's broken. not the glasses that are broken. It's, yeah, it's you that's broken. Yeah. Irreparably Irreparably. <laughs> oh, back boo. You said it, not me. Let me just say to you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Hey, want to read another misconnection? Yeah, I absolutely do. Did you send me one? Oh, you know I did. I didn't know. That's why I asked. Did we mention okay. we were recording remotely? By the way, we're recording remotely again. Okay, <laughs> yeah. carry on. As 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 it may seem, we are not in the same room. We are so synchronized. You might think we are, but let me tell you right now, I will assure you, I have not seen Talon Bigelow in person for three whole weeks, which is probably the longest I've ever gone without seeing you since we've met. <laughs> I think that is absolutely true. Well, oh, that's kind of cute to think about, though. <laughs> we just... <laughs> It'll just be that much better when we're together in person. It's Aww, like it's like waiting it. for your wedding night. It's <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst analogy you could possibly think. It's like, babe, I uh, listen. I just wanted to be really special when we <laughs> do see each other again, and uh, I think we should just avoid seeing each other for a couple weeks, that... maybe months. <laughs> that just made me so much more. Now I feel like I have to perform next time I see you. <laughs> I'm so nervous. There better be a, a good hug, Sarah. A good oh, hug. Oh, God. I'm so not ready. I'm just not ready for it. I'll send you okay. some videos you can watch. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Some instructional videos. Yeah. Okay. Carl Shirts Park Women. Hey, I'm a dog walker. I love walking in Carl Shirts Park looking for a spot in that park where I could smoke weed. Also, looking for women only to hang out while I'm dog walking around 2 and 3 p.m. I'm not interested in men. <laughs> I mean, they know what they want. <laughs> Here I am to say, it seems like they know what they want. It seems like, I don't know what it is. It seems like they maybe are interested <laughs> in doing more than hanging out with these people. Do you? I don't think that. Nah. Why would they say that they want to hang out if 
if that's they wanted to do more. I just want a person to hang out with, just a, a woman to hang out with. Don't worry, nothing weird, just hanging out. No penises, though, please. Well, can I be honest? We don't we don't know who the person who wrote this is. And to be honest, I would feel I, I know this is probably dumb and wrong and has gotten people kidnapped before. But I would say that I would trust a stranger woman before I would trust a stranger man. So, you know, say this is a woman writing this. Yeah, I could believe it would be platonic. Sure. This is, I wanted to mention, this is also from uh, the Upper East Side of New York, the epicenter of all this shit. People are trying to find people to go dog walking with them. Uh, now? I get, tis the season. Yeah. Not that I encourage this. I think it's a terrible idea. Don't do it. But, tis the season, you know? (laughs) What season is that? (laughs) The season to spread corona. Oh, okay. Corona time. Yeah. It's corona time. But I, yeah. I also like that they were also looking for a place to smoke in private. Yeah. I love walking in this park. Is Does anyone know a spot in this park where you can weed up? Let me weed up. The only time I've ever smoked weed in a park, I was so unbelievably paranoid the entire time, I could not enjoy myself. That's fun. It wasn't. I, yeah, I just, this was back before I knew what strains I like to smoke. And like, I, it was with some, uh, some friends of mine, but also some strangers that I didn't know. And it was like in a very dark park and I could not see anything. And I was very stressed. It was also on my college campus. So I was like, oh God, if I get caught, there's like repercussions that way. (laughs) And it was just like, it was the perfect anxiety storm. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, yikes is right. You should have had a chance to go on Misconnections and ask about that park specifically and see if anyone could find you a good place to smoke weed there. Well, actually, we were in the good place to smoke weed. There was, like, this weird bush, and the center of it was hollow. It was, like, huge. And the center of it was hollow, and you could crawl in through this weird little tunnel, and there was, like, a desk inside of the bush. What? And, like, places to sit. Yeah, it was very... I'm t- it was, like, a huge desk... Uh, sorry. A huge desk, no. A huge bush, and you could, like, fit a bunch of people inside of it. And it was theoretically hidden, but tell that to my high brain. She wasn't believing a word of it. Okay. I think we should, what we should do right now is uh, take a moment to just dream up the best possible location in a park to smoke weed. So, what is our... I would say a secret hidden bush hole would probably be a pretty good place. (laughs) I think we could do better. I think we could do better. Like, that's pretty good. But, like, I think you need, like... What if it's a, what if, okay, so picture like a, an oak tree, like a pretty big tree in the middle of this park. Not even the middle, not the middle, the edge of the park. The okay. upper, upper east edge of the park, okay? And it's just a seemingly normal looking tree. It's far away from like the playground or like the doggy area trash cans. It's kind of isolated for one. So already going to be a quieter spot. Maybe there'll be some picnickers up there, whatever. But. If you know how to get into this tree, maybe there's a branch you pull on or something. Part of the With trunk. An elevator in it? Yeah, <laughs> sure, okay. So part of the trunk actually is you push it open like a secret door. And, oh. then, and then when you're in that door, because you'd be like, well, I'm standing in a tree, that's not a lot of space. Turns out, actually, you go down, there's like stairs that descend underground under this tree. 
So I wasn't aware that we were allowed to just do away with the rules of logic. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I would like to smoke weed in a room filled with gold that I can take home. That's pretty good. And million dollar bills. Um, How do you keep that (laughs) secret, though, is my question. Well, I don't know. I could put it in your secret tree hole. Uh, I mean, I really didn't intend on collaborating with you in this in that way. But, like, fine. Okay, you can put your gold in my secret tree hole and we will... (laughs) invite select friends and i think there should be a limit like goodie bags of gold you know everyone gets the same amount no one gets greedy so okay i think that's fair okay great great, great. okay good we figured it out we figured it out whoever gets the first mill where when we get the first mill from this podcast we're gonna build a tree for it but only some of our favorite fans will be invited where do you think we should put it like where up your butt I think we should stumble back into the logic of, of real world. Oh, okay. That won't work, I don't think. I mean, I can't, for one, I wouldn't be able to enjoy my own secret weed tree. So. Oh, I feel like you've had your own head stuck up your butt before. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so mean to you this episode. I, uh, I'll stop. I walked I'm right so into sorry. that one. I, you really did, though. Like, you were, you were asking me to say that. You know what? With your eyes. It's going to be now like a 10 second hug at least to make up for it <laughs> when we see each other again. Oh, man. Yep. Is that what happens? Every time I'm mean to you, the hug just gets longer. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're at 10 now. Well, Let's see. You know, I hate a long here. hug. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got one to send to you, oh, um, but I do have a special reading request for it. Um, I'd like you try as best as you can not to read the body of it. I'd like you to just read the read the um, title and then tell me, t- give me like a sample of what you think it's going to say. Like, like read the title, give it a pause, say, and this is what I think it's going to say, and then give me a short written in the style of of what you think the message is going to be. Okay. Uh, so the title is, Buddy F. Need M. And Satisfied Me. Buddy F. So F for female, obviously. M for male. So Buddy Female Need Male. And Satisfied Me. I'm going to take a swing and say Satisfied is a typo. And this is not happening in the past tense. So this is a... a uh, Buddy F needs so this is a female that is in need of a man, and and needs to be satisfied. I think. I mean, I feel like that's <laughs> o- the obvious answer, but that's what I would expect. Satis- satisfied in what way? Oh, oh, sexually, obviously. Okay. 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 Buddy, and then I'd like you to continue reading the misconnection. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Buddy F need M and satisfied me, Portland. I'm looking for someone who would be interested in running together a couple times a week. I'm female, 40, 150. I usually run three to five miles, and I also walk usually evenings after work. I'm not a fast runner. Nine or ten minute miles. Run for exercise and enjoyment. I like to run different places around town. Email if interested, and we can chat more. Thanks. (laughs) Is that where you thought that was going? Um, I think no. I got a crick in my neck for how fast that whipped around on me. <laughs> um, you know what? I uh, not where where I thought it was gonna go. No, you would think at least there'd be 
I don't know what this title has to do with anything in this. I've got, so I've got a couple of running theories about this because I've had an afternoon to think about okay. it. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you think about your theories as I explain mine. So I've got a couple of theories. Theory number one is that this person is a misconnection frequent flyer. They accidentally mixed up the title of this one with the body of something else that they were going to write. So they are both horny for sex and for running and they just swapped titles. So out there somewhere there is like, hey, looking for running partner. And then in the body of it, it's like, I would like you to fill my every hole. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that is that is scenario number one in my mind. Scenario number two is that uh, they, <laughs> that they, they are too subtle. <laughs> like they, like this is a sexual, this is a sexual body post. Like the, the body of the post is supposed to be sexual, but they were too subtle. Like, it's so I subtle see. that nobody will ever decipher that they actually don't just want a running partner. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Or scenario three um, is just that they were they were unbelievably horny when they were writing the title <laughs> and then just had to switch gears midway through. Here's my theory. This person just wanted to brag. <laughs> like, I'm 40 years old, 150 pounds, and I run a nine-minute mile. Like... <laughs> and then they were like that's not even impressive though yeah duh, it's just you know i'm not fast just nine minutes just one minute short of what people used to think the record of human speed was no big deal <laughs> do you think this is usain bolt um i don't think it is usain bolt but i definitely think they uh want to bang usain bolt do you think you is usain bolt married i have no idea um, okay. I would, you know what? Just, just from an athlete perspective, uh, I just think yes, love athlete to athlete, yes, athlete to athlete. Um, I'm gonna say this person, Usain Bolt, is actually has stayed celibate to increase their speed as fast as mm. they are. I don't think they look at other people uh, in a in a desirable way at all. I think they have lost that part of them. Much they like just... you might shed a coat to run faster, you know, or jacket, or you might take <laughs> off your shirt and leave it behind in the woods. This person shed uh, sexual attachment to other human beings. <laughs> so they just, they also reabsorb and metabolize their own sperm in order to run. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They've learned to I, just, all yeah. their bodily fluids are now energy. Yeah, nothing is wasted or expelled from the body. Everything is turned back into fuel. To fuel the body. Yep, 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 yep. So I think this person <laughs> uh, is the same. They can no longer get sex. They cannot achieve sexual satisfaction. There's only the running. Only the running. Yeah. So. Okay. That's, that's a fair. No, that's a fair. That's a fair thing. They've just subverted all of their sexual energy into running. Yeah. I would. I would buy that. You know, that horniness becomes fuel. I wouldn't know. That's like a thing in some <laughs> sport cultures, right? Like, I feel like wrestlers and shit, they're like people. There are people who exist who are athletes who, leading up to a big match, will avoid, you know, any sort of sexual fulfillment because they this think is... it will weaken them. This is nothing I've ever heard before, so I'm really glad you're introducing me to this idea this is, right now this on is, this podcast. As far as I know, this is a real thing. Um, and I feel like I've seen it in several sports movies and TV shows. 
I cannot verify for sure that it is real, but <laughs> it's like the same thing as like, you know, I don't know, not washing your favorite team's jersey for good luck, you know? Right. Oh, so it's all superstitious. It's not it doesn't have anything to do with like I don't oh know. you're you're saving all of your energy. You don't want to pull a hamstring while you're fucking. I, there's part of that. I think there are people who think that like it's a primal thing. Like having that urge will only fuel me, and if I get rid of it now, then I won't have mm. that extra momentum that I need. Okay, okay. Um I've not experienced this <laughs> myself. <laughs> so I don't know what that I don't know if it's true. Oh, I can but not like confirm. not because I'm a virgin, just because I'm like an ath, not an athlete, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, I'm yeah. definitely not not a virgin. I just like, um, you know, if I, yeah, I don't, yeah. if I played yeah. sports, I I would probably um, still be probably a virgin be super because slow because all the sex I have. Yeah, so. that's that that's it. Like that's why yeah. I'm not an athlete is because of the sex I have all the time, which yeah. weakens me and 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 uh, does not put me in a mental state. Of a of a athlete, you know. Yeah, like much like much like uh much like Usain Bolt does not have uh sex in order to make his running faster. Uh, I don't run in order to make my sex faster. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, not faster. I didn't mean fat. No, not I bad, don't think better, faster better. is better. I, I mean like More better, athletic. like 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 harder. Uh, yeah. Like like the best at sex. Yeah, so. exactly. Wait, no, no, please don't go. I we can let's try it. Oh. Do you want to just go for a run instead? Uh, I can run a nine minute mile. It's not bragging. I think that's slow. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> do you have another one for me? <laughs> I do. I do have another one for you. And um, I don't have any sort of request on the way you read this. I would just like you to. Was that a subtle dig at me making you read? Your <laughs> <laughs> that's me stalling for the time it takes for this message <laughs> to get to you. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. But... Well. It didn't stall long enough, so oh, uh, embarrassing. Okay, well, I want you to read this uh, as written. Okay, just kidding. You more. can stop. Okay. And this is also Very, from New York. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> this is another New York one. I decided to see what was happening in, you know, Coronaville, USA. And, um, yeah, still hopping. Also, I just, so we're talking on Skype while this is happening uh, so that we can, like, talk to each other as though we're in the same room and Talon has his background blurred and when you just lifted your drink, you, like, you're, I think you were holding a pen, but it looks like the pen is blurred out, uh -huh. so it looks like it's either a phallus or, like, a cigar or something. It's a miniature dildo. I love it. I'm glad that uh, Skype is censoring you for me. Okay. So, this one is uh, New York. Very shy, inexperienced Jewish male, 25, wants to make up for lost time. Very shy, very, very inexperienced, single, white, 25-year-old Jewish male, looking to break out of his shell and make up for lost time. I'm looking to meet females. I can travel, but cannot host. I don't care how old you are or what race you are. Just be nice, honest, and not into playing games and wasting my time. You don't have to be a model or have a model's body. I am drug and disease-free and expect the same. If interested, please get back to me. Tell me why you are replying to my ad, your age, location, what you have in mind, and perhaps how much money you are looking for. Great. Good that read. Was, <laughs> thank you. I was going to say that last line. I was like, buddy, it sounds like... <laughs> 
Like, it sounds like you want to give some sex, wor- sex workers your money, which you should. It's a, you know, world's oldest profession. Absolutely, you're right. It It's uh, not required on this website, I don't think. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. No, that kind of got me, too. It's like, oh, no, sir, you don't need to do that here. Everyone's just everyone's just looking for a good time here. You don't. <laughs> You don't gotta. You don't gotta pay. <laughs> well, uh, but maybe he should. You know, professionals are professionals for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I guess like there's the free couch you find on the street, and I don't like this metaphor anymore. You could buy. You could take home the free couch you found on the street, or you should go to Ashley Home Furniture. Wouldn't you brand. rather go to a furniture professional? <laughs> Yeah, that was a bad metaphor, but I get your point. It didn't work, but I it's it's I you know it's funny just the idea of this <laughs> going to a place where it's just being given away for free. Literally, every other post is like, "Please come do me, just host." And you know, uh, well, there's the problem: he can't host. Can't host. No one should be hosting, not in this climate. But anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's like, I can't host because my roommates don't want to get coronavirus. But <laughs> if your roommates are cool with it. Yeah, I don't care if I get it. Um, literally, this was like when I screenshotted this, it was 556. So this was posted about four hours ago. And is it down already? Has it been taken down already? Uh, I doubt it. No, I'm, I'm looking at a screenshot. But like just the fact that three hours ago. On today, April 2nd, that, it's, you know, people are still trying to meet strangers in New York for sex? It, don't do it. Do not. Do not do it. <laughs> I read a, uh, a, a listicle about just, you know. Tell me more. <laughs> ways to have, you know, safe sex precautions in today's pandemic. Like safe sex precautions for like strangers you meet on the street for, because i feel no, like no 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 it's like no don't do that yeah bullet point number one was only have sex with people who live within your household okay good good good, good. okay <laughs> which is absolutely right but also just phrase funny where it's like i'm you know i'm sure there are people who live in households with people they don't necessarily want to have sex with nor should i don't they. know what that's like <laughs> I just, just kidding. Just like, God damn it. Like, I mean, listen, I know we're just like roommates or whatever, and we're definitely not interested in each other like this, but like, I gotta have sex, and I'm Can not you... allowed to have it with anyone else. <laughs> Can you imagine the fan fiction that's gonna come out of this? God. There's gonna be so much fan fiction where quarantined together is the situation. You know, I think last week I said there was gonna be exactly three great pieces of art about this pandemic. One of them was a Broadway play. One of them was going to be a movie, and I couldn't think of a third one. This is it. It is the great is fan it. fiction of characters who normally, normally would never be interested in each other never, sexually. Never, But then an outbreak happens, and they are both horny. Horny as can be. Uh, what great pairings do you think could come out of that? Um, <laughs> where does this pandemic spread to in the fictional universe? I don't love it. I don't love this. I don't like this. <laughs> Dean and Sam from Supernatural are stuck together Stop. outside at home. They're brothers. You can't say that. Hey, you know, they're, they're brothers, but they're also men, and they just got to get off. I hate it. I hate it so much. You joke, but there is so much. It's called Wincest. Don't ask me why I know this. <laughs> you do know it's, it, though. 
I do. Well, I used to be a real Supernatural stan back in the day. And let me tell you, uh, I am rewatching it in quarantine. And boy, howdy, is it a journey. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it exists. I just don't like to think about it. What if the actors break the fourth wall and say, it's okay, we're not really brothers, wink. They would never. Those those are two of the most uh, repressed sexually men you've ever met in your life. I'm pretty sure there's a clause in there. Um, in their contracts that they do not have to show themselves shirtless, like, at all, because they literally are never shirtless in the show. Like, Really? Ever. That's surprising think, to me. You've seen their chests, like, maybe twice? Because they get, like, little t- titty tattoos, and then... What? That's pretty much it. Wait, what? Yeah. They do that, though? Yeah, they do get titty tattoos, but I'm not going to tell you anymore. You're just going to have to watch it for yourself. How many seasons do I have to watch? Uh, the titty tattoos come in after, like, season, like, two, I think. Okay, because there's, like, what, 15? There are 15, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeesh. 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 Uh, okay, we'll um, try this one out for size. Uh, the pandemic spreads to Hogwarts, and Professor no. Snape says to Professor no. McGonagall, but it, it looks like we're going to be in here for a while. <laughs> and frankly, I don't trust any of the students, so I think I'll stay in your... Office, if that's all right. <laughs> Say. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it so much. Do you mind if I just just whip it out? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go ahead and, as my feedback on your fan fiction, uh-huh, say that's uh-huh. really out of character. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't say whip it out. Okay, so. do you mind if I practice divination with my wand and then Professor McGonagall takes it suggestively um, not understanding that he's actually talking about doing magic and thinking that he's talking about his dick oh except McGonagall wouldn't McGonagall would never she excuse me so McGonagall is a freak who is desperate to show off Okay. Wow. That was really strong. You have some feelings about McGonagall. Uh, now I'm going to write Tallinn and McGonagall trapped in Hogwarts. Yes. Yes, please. Because obviously you have some repressed feelings about her. Just just, just Maggie Smith in general. Okay. I mean, I'm not mad about it. That's fine. Um, if I watched I just, more Downton Abbey, you could do that too. That'd be fine. I just feel like this this 25-year-old Jewish boy, he's like, thinks the world is going to end, and he's like, I'm going to fucking die a virgin. I have to get laid right now. And, like, this is, like, this is the beginning of the end. Like, this is his equivalent of raiding Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, balls to the wall, yeah. gotta, you know, YOLO, here we go. Yep. You know what? It's... That's a fair... <laughs> assessment of the situation because you know thank you no i i just you know it's it's true i do think uh if if that were how i was feeling if that was like if we were already at end of the world mode i think it's fair to just do whatever makes you happy i've been scolding (laughs) these people but you're right maybe i shouldn't be maybe they are just trying to find someone on their way out and uh God bless. You know, YOLO. As my friend Rosie said, I talked to her earlier this week and we were talking about the Tinder situation during quarantine because out of curiosity, I downloaded it just just to see what was happening. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the alarming and sad news is that it is very much the same as it has ever been. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> as Rosie was saying, it's only a matter of time before people start saying they're ready to risk it all just to get a little, get it in, you know? Yeah, nope, definitely only a matter of time. And uh, listeners, if you find any of those misconnections, or even Tinder profile bios, we'll read them. Just send them our way. Um, speaking of sending things, I've sent one over to you Earth. that I would like to say... Um, is a breath of fresh air. Okay, here we go. I hope none of you are planning on meeting up anytime soon. Everywhere is the location. I mean, y'all have hands. Keep them to yourself for a few more months. You'll survive. Great, great work. God, who let mom onto misconnections? Mom <laughs> is right. Um, you know, it's funny, because all these safe sex listicles... I've I've read two. Just I think out of why why have you read so? Just out of curiosity, I just was like, what are people saying about how to do this? I because I literally was thinking it was going to be talking about like how to do it with strangers in this situation. It was going to be like wear a hazmat suit and don't (laughs) don't do any face to face positions because that would be bad. So doggy style only. (laughs) Like I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was I was very disappointed for them all to say just do it with people you live with. Um, and that was the entirety. Is it? Was it a one? No, there was like five bullet points. Number listicle. That was the number one point they all made sure to make. Like first thought, if you don't live with them, they're off limits for right now. Um, were the other ones like be? Were they all emotional based? Were they like prepare for the for the kickback of having sex with the people you are now stuck in a house with? You're going to ruin your family because you have committed what is a crime in most states. Ew, Tallin. <laughs> Why? I do it for the lulls. Um Why? <laughs> but most of them do say uh a little masturbation never hurt anybody, basically. It was like, hey, you know yeah. what? Your best sex partner in these trying times is yourself. And Wow everybody, that's a really sweet message. Like really get to know yourself in this time. Sure. Really Why get not? in touch with Get, get in touch with you, yourself, and you, you know? I wouldn't describe us as a sex podcast. We're definitely like a sexy podcast sometimes, <laughs> um, depending, but... But I think just for quarantine, we're going to become a sex <laughs> advice podcast. Okay, I'll just update our information in the, in the <laughs> Apple Podcast app. But yeah, honestly, just like, just don't risk it, you know? Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. I'm just confused. I'm just here to say that uh, on Instagram, I follow Planned Parenthood on Instagram, and one of the questions they answered this week in a big old graphic splashed across my Instagram feed was, is COVID-19 a STD? And their resounding answer was, no, it's not. Uh So my question is, if you're already living with someone, why can't you just have willy-nilly sex with them? Like, what did the rest of the listicle say? If you're already living with someone you would actually want to have sex with? Sure, yeah. Uh, I think at that point it was like, is it someone, like, if it was like a one of those, what are those charts called where you start on one option and then you, you know, did like... Oh, uh, um, you know like I'm a talking. tree, like, yeah. a, like a tree. Like a branching yes. possibility 
chart. Like, I'm glad that we ju- we just moved from having sex, which is arguably the most sexy thing, to, to different kinds charts, of informational which graphics, which is the less, yes, the least sexy thing I could think of. Says you. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's some sexy infographics out there. Let me tell you what. Ask NPR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like if the if you know the first box is like, do you live with this person? And it's a yes, then it just takes you all the way down to go for it, do whatever you want. Oh, wash your hands, okay. do all the normal safe sex stuff you would normally do, and other than that, have a blast on us. Let us know about it later. Your friends at NPR, what? and then the other side of that is if it's is it someone you live with, and it says no, then it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? You're still gonna try this. Um, there, you don't. Just don't. Uh, like, if you have to, actually, okay. you don't have to. Don't masturbate. So it was a two. It was a two-point listicle. It's a listicle that didn't meet, need to be made, let alone made several times over. Um, Got it. Okay. I'm, Just wanted some clarification on the listicle. It was specifically for people who are on misconnections, being like, "I want to have sex with a stranger, but should I?" <laughs> and this person, this poster, answers resoundingly. Absolutely not. Do not do that. Do not do that. But like I said last week, if people weren't uh, trying, we would have no content for this podcast at the moment. So yeah. So thank you, thank you to the dreamers, to the aspirationalists, to those who go against the grain. Is to the crazy do. ones who try <laughs> to have sex during a pandemic. That's for you, baby. Yeah. Uh. Well, should we kind of wrap this up? I mean, we'll end with... I think it's... Yeah, I think it's about time we'll end with one last solid misconnection and some recommendations for uh, when you're done listening to all 36... 37? Yeah. 37 episodes of our podcast, what you should listen to after you're done with ours. No, sorry. This is like episode 44. What are we talking about? What am I talking about? (laughs) I just blacked some of them out. Sorry. There's definitely a couple of them that should not be listened to, and we'll leave it to you, the listener, to remember which ones those are. I said reparations and then immediately blacked out for the rest of this episode. You did. You did say that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, (laughs) we are going to uh, have... Some more goodies right at the tail end of this outro. But thank you so much for listening to Craig's Essential Crisis. Uh, it means a lot to us. It really does. If you like what you hear, do consider leaving a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app or on our Facebook page or wherever you see us that has an option to rate us. Uh, it helps other people find us, recommend us to a friend, you know, especially now when the need for content is really great. Uh, tell someone about us. If you enjoy us, if you genuinely enjoy what you're hearing and you know people in your life who would also enjoy it and aren't listening to it yet, be that person to show them. I have so many great things that I have been shown by other people, and I'm so glad that they showed me because I might not have found it otherwise. So you could do that for somebody. Your favorite thing might not be us, but imagine what your favorite thing is, and (laughs) uh, especially a favorite thing that someone else showed you, and like you could do that for someone else, and you don't even know. So what are you waiting for? Um, yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook page for fun bonus content that not, uh, you know, some of it's going to be visual, so this medium, it won't, it won't work. It can't happen. Um, I'm going a little Lizzie Goosey <laughs> with this really outro. You are really killing it on the outro today, I just gotta say. I thank you so much. We want to thank the incredible Rosie Sherman for writing and performing our theme song every week. Uh, um, check her out at Hey Shermie on Instagram. 
she does something really cool. Um, on Sunday mornings, she started doing a drawing series with a fellow artist friend of hers. Uh, they do a live Instagram show. It's really wonderful. It's super uplifting. Uh, they take um, prompts from the audience and uh, draw them live, and they do really fun cartoons. It's a delight to listen to, so check it out at HeyShermy, H-E-Y-S-H-E-R-M-I-E on Instagram. Uh, Sunday mornings, it's been so fun. I've watched, uh, I watched it this Sunday and it really brightened up my day. Yeah, I checked that a little bit too. And then, yeah, definitely super enjoyable. So check that out. If you, the listener, has a misconnection story of your own or you want to send us a personal ad to share with the world or if you're just browsing the internet and see something that could be of interest to us for any reason, send it to us at craigcrypod at gmail.com that's c-r-a-i-g-c-r-i-pod at gmail.com uh, or you can send it to any of our social media spots that I have mentioned before where our next episode is going to be out in a week I mean technically it might be seven days we're trying to get them out on Thursdays this one's a little bit late so our next episode is going to come out in six days Sarah Woo! Uh, do you have any recommendations for the things that have been keeping you entertained yeah, I'll parse them out. I'll probably we should probably just do one because yeah. we have an episode next week. Absolutely. Um, so the one thing that I will plug that I've really been enjoying is a podcast called The Left Right Game. Um, it's a scripted podcast. It stars Tessa Thompson, who mm-hmm. I love and adore love deeply and greatly. Um, and it's a really fun, um, a really fun kind of urban legend podcast. It has two episodes out. Uh, they come out on Mondays, so I'm eagerly awaiting it. I just started it, and I have been. So enraptured. The writing's fantastic. I think um, the acting's really well done. Something I have a problem with with a lot of scripted podcasts is I just, I have such a small tolerance for hamminess that the minute there's a, a moment of hamminess, I have to check out. And uh, this is not hammy. This is super well acted, really well done. Great, great wreck. Cool, cool, cool. Um, gee, of all the things to recommend, I think I'm going to recommend, as it was recommended to me, and it took me way too long to get into it, but the television program known as Shit's Creek. Uh, five seasons of it available on Netflix, and the final season currently airing, it's about to go off the air next week, is the last episode, I believe, oh, wow. Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, the Elaine and I bought season six on Amazon Prime, because it was just, it was worth it to do. Uh, this was a show that, for me personally, like several people were recommending that I watch it, and I just have a hard time committing to a comedy program. Uh, I'll get into a drama a little more easier because the plot hooks me in a little bit more than your average half-hour comedy can. Totally. But um, Shit's Creek really is like a very special show. Like, yeah, it's hilarious for one i mean you have amazing performances from Catherine o'hara and eugene levy and it was created by eugene and his son dan levy who is also hilarious on the show there's a couple other levies on this show um it's a bit incestuous really but uh it's in addition to being incredibly hilarious like it's written like good improv where the comedy is just all interpersonal it's not like trying too hard to be funny it's just these Mm -hmm. characters interacting just inspire laughter um but there's also really genuine moments in this show a lot of heart a lot more than you would find in a typical great american comedy because it is a canadian program and it's not saccharine it's very much just genuine and heartwarming and has led to 
me being really emotionally invested in the show, I only started like a month ago, and now I'm really sad that it's ending. Um, but it's a great show to get through a time like this. So if you haven't yet, or if you've been pitched to about it, and you haven't given it a chance yet, now's the time. Now's a great time to do it. It's also about a family who's stuck in this uh you know, place that they don't want to be in for a long time. So, relevant. Hashtag quarantine feels. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'll be watching the finale when that airs. All uh, right, Sarah, do you want to take us out? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take you out. With take me out, please. Big ol' hammer. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. A <laughs> little bit violent. Sorry. Sorry, that was a little intense. Uh, I apologize. I'm very sorry about how violent that was. Um, okay, so I am sending you over the last one of the day. Go ahead and take cool. it away. While it is coming to me, I will say, as I did plug it at the end of the last episode, but if you haven't listened to our appearance on Supod Heroes yet, <gasps> yes, definitely check it out. Um, it was a really fun episode to record. And we do plan uh, on having Alex and Jack on our show at some point. Even if it's during quarantine, that is fine. I'm really sad we didn't get to have our meet date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who weren't in the know, we were gonna, that's not a weird sex thing. We were going to go to Fogo de Chao together and see how much meat we could put away. Because we really talked a big game mm-hmm. uh, while we were amping up for the show. But yeah, I listened to that whole episode and just found myself grinning like an idiot. And I just was so delighted by them and their format and yeah. their energy. Well, listen to their whole show. But uh, if you haven't listened to anything yet, start with our episode. Uh, it's the yeah. Hancock episode. We talk about the movie Hancock. <laughs> Anyway, here we go. The closing misconnection. Quarantine snacks, Southeast Portland. You're binge-watching the next season in ten minutes. But first, refill that drink. Get yourself a pudding cup. Some fruit by the foot. Sit down. Blankets arranged. Toasty warm. Hit play. Start with the pudding cup. Damn, forgot a spoon! That's okay. You can use your tongue. Hit me up, winky face. (laughs) I'm Tom and Bigelow. (laughs) I'm Sarah Thompson. And this has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Craig's Essential Crisis. I want to say so much more about this. <laughs> you can't. I can't. You can't. Those are the rules. These are the rules. Oh, my God. That's going to drive me crazy for a week. Great. Good. Okay, pudding cup. Okay, pudding cup.